There may be some strong language and adult themes like this podcast, so if that isn't for you, then please turn away now. Hello and welcome to another edition of that Sofa Sesh podcast with myself, Matt Ogley, Jack Finney and the philosopher Jack Markovic. First off, uh, apologies for an absence last week. Um, not quite sure why we didn't do a pod, but we didn't do one. Um, but this week, obviously, is return of the Premier League and Jack Murkovich has decided he wants to uh, lead proceedings and turn your fucking WhatsApp off first, mate. Okay, uh, so, you know, take it away. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I thought I was leading the whole thing, so that's why I started talking. Oh. Like, But no, it's sweet. But anyway, lads, yeah, this week, obviously, we've, um, you know, had a bit of a break. Uh, we're back and we're going to talk, obviously, about the return of uh, return of football, not just the Premier League, everything else, but obviously we'll centre this around uh, the top flight. So I've just got a few questions from various people that I've messaged, uh, some that we know from Union and some of our mates back home. I thought we could just give our opinion on as um, as we start uh, start the Premier League up tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, on the day of recording, it is actually the day before the season starts. So we'll just... Get, I'll, I'll fire one question to Matt, one to Finney type thing, back and forth. And then we'll spend the last section of the pod just talking generally about the league and uh, who he thinks going to win, who he thinks going to go down, etc, etc. So, I'm going to get it kicked straight off um, with a question, first of all. And I'm just going to refer to them by first name um, because, yeah, I'll just refer to them by first name because it's just easier because some people have got the same name, um, etc. But... Um, this is from Lewis. Now, the Spurs All or Nothing documentary, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I know Finney has because I've seen him tweet about it. And like, I, I've seen most of it now. I've got like, one more episode of the current lot. Really enjoyed it. I think it's been really, really good. Um, have you seen it, Matt? Or Not really, no. No. You, have, you need to watch it. It is good. Oh, it I, is. I will. I will. Um, yeah, but... So that that's just come out on Amazon, similar to the City one. And uh, Lewis asks... Um, it was clear to see on the documentary that Tottenham were killed with bad luck and injuries last season. But do you think Mourinho, with a fully fit squad at his disposal and the chance to make some signings that he wants to make, can get Spurs into a, he says, a European position? I'm guessing that means top four, into a top four place with the quality of the other side. Start with Matt. Uh, yeah, I do. Because... Um... Although the signings they've made have not been like high-profile, magnificent, spectacular signings, they have been solid. Doherty and Hoiberg have, have been brought in to sort out that midfield and defence and just add a little bit of stability and play the way that Mourinho likes to play. You saw towards the end of last season, Tottenham were on the rise. They were producing results. Yes, the style of football is still not going to... It's not going to please a lot of Tottenham fans. They're not going to be excited watching their side. They never will be. But I think you will get results. And if they can all stay fit, and if Kane can be banging in goals like he normally can, then I think there's every chance they can get a top four uh, position. Ahead of who, I'm not quite sure, but I think there's every chance. Do you think if, we, we, we often talk about it like, you know, it's just a general football in the bank now, but do you think... Yeah. Well, it looks like Mirko... Sorry, mate, you, you totally spazzed out there. Do you want to start that one again? <laughs> yeah. No, it says my uh, internet connection is shit. No, I've just moved it forward. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll, re I'll re repeat what I've just said. Um, do you think now it's obviously the, like general footballing debate that everyone seems to have? Do you think now is the time where it's the final kind of um, stance on Harry Kane's future? Do you think it's literally one more season or he leaves? Jack, just 
Yeah. It's the first time in a trophy. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, because he. I think he even said in the um, documentary that he obviously wants to be up there. Like, obviously, he's not going to be like with the Ronaldo's and Messi's at that top top level. So, if he's not going to win trophies at Tottenham, or at least really, really show that they can compete this season, then I think he'll be gone. Um, but. Do you think? Do you honestly think he'll go? Do you honestly think Kane will go if he doesn't get what he wants? This, I mean, we said this last season. We said this season before. We've said exactly, this, exactly. We've said this for how many years now? If Kane doesn't achieve something this year, maybe he'll go. He, I don't know. I don't think he will. I really don't. Do you think, think he? Do, Matt, do you think he enjoys being the centre of attention? Absolutely. I think he does. He loves being the main man. But but from what I've seen, he's a he's not a big leader though. He's a silent leader, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. Someone that just does does his thing. He's very professional. Goes by leads by example, and he's not the most vocal. Um, and maybe he hasn't got the confidence to maybe go and do the and go and want to be the big man in Madrid or you know wherever. Um, and he feels comfortable being the being the number one motherfucker at Spurs. <laughs> yeah, well, I think like a move to Madrid or something like that would be the ideal move because Ben like the Spanish teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona are nowhere near as good as what they were. So I think a move like that would be ideal because I couldn't realistically see him go into a United or a City or a Liverpool or any well, yeah, like another English team that's going to compete for titles No it is very interesting boys I think Spurs are a club and I'm trying to be objective here like no views obviously everyone's got their views on Tottenham and how they run but um, you know new stadium there's a lot, lot of posit- positivity I think the Doherty signing is, is really really good business I think he's a class player. I think Wolves are starting. I think I'm speaking 15 to million. For 15 million. Exactly. Like, he's a class player. He's a, and he can play well in that position. Um, and he's quite versatile. He can play all over. Like he, he's, it's a good signing. Hoiberg as well. He's not, you know, Southampton. We saw him in trips and drabs. Not a bad signing. It's another squad player. It's, um, it's another one to kind of Mourinho can even bring him off the bench type thing. I, I don't know about you lads, but I don't know where Tangi and Dembele. When is he? Is he in Mourinho's plans? Like how have they signed him? They just never play him. Like I don't. They'll play how he winks there. He's not a Mourinho's type type player, though, really. Let's be honest. He's not. No. Fit his caliber, and I mean the amount of money they paid and everything. He, you you want to be using him. Um, but Mourinho doesn't care about things like that. You know, no one's bigger, no matter what the price tag. He doesn't want you, he will fuck you off. And that is, that's for always the Mourinho's philosophy. Yeah, because this isn't essentially Mourinho's team. This is the first window that he's had to actually make signings and make it his own team. And that's why I don't, I don't think that they'll get into like a top four because they haven't made signings. When you've seen them have so many injuries for another like top striker, if Kane got injured again... Like you got Son there, but then he got injured as well. So, attacking player wise, I don't think that they've they're really got enough. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent agree. Uh, you know, I, we'll move on uh, from Spurs, but I do stand by what I said when he got appointed. I do think Reno will win something with them. I do. I just, I just get the feeling. I, I, I don't know. I know people people just write them off, but Mourinho will go in there and they'll just win a Carabao Cup or an FA Cup. That's the only two trophies they're going to win under him. But, yeah, I see him winning one. I don't, maybe this season, I don't know. Anyway, move on to the next one. Um, this is from Luke. He, he has actually been a guest on the podcast, but Luke Henry. Uh, he says, um, first manager to be sacked. Now, this is quite difficult to, like, go out there if you, if you looked at the table. But, you know, just, just a couple of ideas. Start off with, uh, with Jack this time. Like, what, what are you thinking, mate? Yeah. Um, so I think the first one... Yeah. 
Fucking hell, Finny, spit it out. What was that gap? Yeah, no, no, I was like, no, 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 because my, my one lagged on his end and it was going like, Ugh. so I was <laughs> waiting for him to finish what he said. Sorry, but I think it'll be um, Slavan Village, uh, West Brom. I could probably see him being one of the first Flip. ones. Like, yeah, they came second in the championship and um, he's got like a relatively okay side, but I don't think it's good enough for the Prem. So I could see yeah. him. Is that, his, see fault? Him Is that his fault, though? Is that his fault? No, definitely not. No. no. It's always blamed on the manager, isn't it? Is. It, it is. Performances. It is. Um, my name is Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I honestly think, honestly, I'll come on to another question about Leicester later on, but yeah. Um, well, we've seen this in the, in the past. We saw it with uh, Liverpool. Um, once Brendan Rodgers is in a side and he gets himself into a slump, and by no, they made no mistake about it, they were in a fucking slump by the end of last season. Yeah, and they've got European football as well. They didn't get the Champions League spot. The loss out of the final day was just disgraceful. They've now lost Chilwell. They haven't really made anything. They haven't really done anything that's going to that's made people think, oh, wow, well, Leicester look tasty. No, exactly, yeah. No. Vardy's yeah. another year older, okay? Vardy's one more year older. They, I don't see how, where the, they're, they're going to rely a lot on James Madison this season, a hell of a lot on James Madison to pro- provide the creativity. And yeah. I don't think they will get anywhere near, the, near where they were this time last season in pushing for the top four. They will be. No, no, no. I can see them in 10th, no, no, for God's sake. I can see them around about 10th, mid table. Won't be good enough and maybe get the boot by November, December. No, it's. I think Leicester, that's a very good show. I think I'll come on to something about Leicester and Wolves and teams like that a bit later on. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a definite point you make there. For me personally, I just look at the the teams down the bottom like Jack did. I think, I think Villa, I, I was, um, you know, I was. The, the Ollie Watkins deal, I was looking at that and thinking you're spending 28 million on an unproven Premier League player who's never played in the league. Great at championship level, but you spent 28 mil on him. Um, I think Brentford have got the better end of that deal, let's put it that way, even though they're losing one of their you know best attacking players. But I think I think Dean Smith's going to be um, definitely... I think Villa are just going to struggle. I just... Last yeah. season they were lucky. I thought they were lucky at the end of the season to, to let, let let's put it this way: if that Sheffield United goal line clinch, Bournemouth would have would have, I believe, Bournemouth would have stayed in the league. Yeah, would have. Do you see what I mean? So it's it's things like oh, I think Villa are destined for for nineteenth or twentieth place. I just cannot see them getting out of it uh, this year. I think they'll get found I think, out. I think Fulham will finish rock bottom. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you. I think, I think if you're looking at other teams, I think Brighton will struggle. I do. I think Graham Potter does have them set up. But you look at their first two games, I think Chelsea and United are going to go there. They've got two home games against Chelsea and United. They're going to go there and, you know, they could concede seven goals and not score any. You know, it could be really quite um, a tough first two games. I'm not just saying that because it's Chelsea and United, but it's difficult. Staying on the same sort of area, I mean, it, this could be the season where Sean Dyche's luck runs out of Burnley because yeah, the, way that, he's been running, yeah. the way he's been running that club is just incredible on the funds, the finances, the resources, and to keep them where they have been consistently over the last half decade is just incredible. But, you know, with Tarkovsky looking like he's, you know, he's on the way, it's just, I, I don't really see... No, no, I agree. But don't, don't we always say that about Burnley mm-hmm. every year? We do. There was so much uncertainty finishing off end of last season with being unable to get new contracts with so many players. It just seems like this season, I don't know, maybe we we are just saying it again because it's an easy shout. 
but Burnley could be one in trouble. But that wasn't even the fucking question. The question was, who's going to get sacked for my money's on Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, Dean Smith, I was still glad for. And you, you were going Slav and Billish. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Oh, yeah, go on. I need to see Tony Pulis back at West Brom. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> the suit needs to go. The tracksuit bed is gone. Just leave it at the pram, for God's sake. No, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Like, yeah, I think we'll talk. We'll try and talk about the league at, towards the end as well. Next question, anyway. Um, this is from Alex. Uh, can Leeds? Now I'm really excited about Leeds, but can they, you know, honestly push for top seven, or is it just an overreaction? Are Leeds going to be in a relegation fight? I'm definitely not the top seven. So let's start off with Matt. Actually, yeah, sorry, yeah, Matt. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to say. Right about tenth or eleventh finish, um, they will be they will be classified, I think, as this season Sheffield United. Um, I don't think they'll reach the same heights as Sheffield United did. Um, although Sheffield United ended up finishing where they did, they spent a lot of the season, you know, in the top six, seven place, didn't they? Um, I don't think Leeds will finish there, but I do think they will have a strong season. They will have produced some surprise results. It won't be an easy game for Liverpool tomorrow. Okay, they won't be they won't be pushed over. Bielsa will make sure of it. It's his first season in the Prem. It's Bielsa for God's sake. It's. I do I do think the game tomorrow is is a it could very much, you know, topple Leeds in terms of the pressure they're going to. I don't think they realise what game they're going into. Everyone's touting it. Sky Sports are promoting it. Liverpool Leeds. It's a massive game, and it's such a shame fans aren't there. But. I just cannot see anything other than a 2-3-0 Liverpool win. I, I can't see Leeds getting in the game. It's their first game back after, you know, it's a squad where they've got a striker who is a Spanish international, but he scored three goals last season. People forget that. They brought him on big money, Rodrigo, but he scored, I think, three or four goals. 27 million? 27? What was it? Yeah, 27 million, something like that. And You know, like Ryan Kent could be a good addition from Rangers. That You know, they've been earmarked getting certain players. But, yeah, no, I think... Honestly, I think they'll be 13th, 14th. I think they'll be like lower mid-table. I don't think they'll get top 10. No. Jack, what do you I've think? Got, I've got them in at like 14th, like that sort of area. I don't think, yeah, as Matt said there, they'll, they'll perform relatively well and they'll give some shock uh, like performances. Shock of course, yeah, yeah, that, of course. Stuff like that. But I don't think that... Yeah, Leeds like to play, obviously, like open football and they like, like to play football and they can do that in the championship. But I think the step up to the Premier League is massive. And like it can either go one way or it can go like horribly, horribly wrong, yeah. or it can go like really, really well. But I think they'll have like an okay season. Yeah, I don't and think they, they lost. Um, I can't remember his name, but um, one of their centre backs that was M White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, he's back at Brighton now, and I think yeah. he was a big part of their season, and they've lost him. So that'll be a struggle, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how Leeds do. Um, I will just move on because I am wary of time as well. Uh, this is from um, Raheem. He says, uh, can Liverpool um, maintain the intensity of the of the last two to three seasons? No marquee signings, no Timo Werner in. You know, I've seen a lot of people personally, I've seen a lot of pundits actually put Chelsea above them, actually put Man United above them. But is Liverpool, you know, is are Liverpool going to finish third or fourth this year? Or is just, for me, I think it's a load of bollocks. I think Liverpool is still a class, class side. And I, I just, I still think they're going to be, you know, challenging. But who knows? Matt, what do you think? So I start with Finney. I went, I went first last Oh, OK, one. yeah, Finney. Sorry, yeah, Finney. Um... Liverpool, Liverpool are going to keep this up. Um, no matter what the signings that have been made or haven't been made, um, 
they've got that side and they won the Premier League for a reason. So they didn't really need to make too many big, um, big changes to their squad. And teams like Manchester City, who are the only like real challengers from last season, have barely made any signings either, which is I'm quite surprised at as well. So um, I don't think that they'll like have a season where they finish like third or fourth, like some people are thinking. Um, and I think it was at like Dortmund, uh, Klopp did like the double with Dortmund, and he barely made any signings as well. So I think he's got that squad in a good place, and they'll probably they'll probably win the league again. No, yeah, Matt, what do you think about I, it, mate? I think, I mean, obviously Klopp's come out this week and he's sort of moaned, he's not moaned, but he stated some, he's tried to state some facts about the, the situation his club's in compared to Chelsea and the, how COVID has hit some clubs. And he's tried to use that as a reason for maybe why they've not been out and spent a load of money. Um, maybe that's true. We don't know for certain, obviously. Um, I don't think Werner, I think the missing out on Werner might be costly, but... He's made the point of, and it was clear to see, the likes of Curtis Jones, Nico Williams, they, they are promising players that he wants to rather bring them on. And we've seen this, we've seen this with Klopp. He'd rather bring players he's already got on um, to a level where he needs them at. Um, they're not going to slip. They're not going to go down the table or anything. I think they probably will still win the league again. Salah, Firmino and Mane are still, they're still brilliant. You know, they're still fantastic they are, players. Yeah. Out of the yeah. three, maybe Firmino might be the one that they need to be looking at long-term replacements now. They need to be thinking yeah. about who's going to take his mantle. Um, there's talks of obviously Wijnaldum going to Barcelona still, if that can be agreed. That probably would be a bit of a loss to them, to be honest, because I do like Wijnaldum. I think he's a he's a, he's a a really crucial part of that midfield. Henderson's still fine. Fabinho's still fine. That back four speaks for itself, and they've got a world-class keeper. They didn't need to make any big signings, but it's just a statement, and it's just... You never, like Ferguson did all those years at United, when you're on top, you make the signings, you keep improving the squad, you make statements so that no one gets complacent. Um, and, but there's no chance with a manager like Klopp that anyone's going to get complacent because that's just not in his vocabulary, is it? Let's be honest. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think Liverpool's an interesting one. I personally don't think they will win the league. Um, I think City will, will uh, clinch it back this season. I just think, I, I, my worry with Liverpool is just one injury. And it could really, one big injury, I'm talking like a Mane or, I do agree with your Firmino point. Firmino does a lot more than just score goals, but I do think long-term they need to really look at Yeah, their, 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 their depth is not the same as even Chelsea. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and their, their, their depth is not there. They have a fantastic and incredible starting eleven, But when you start going onto that bench, you, the, the, the gap is quite big in some areas, some positions. Their biggest yeah. loss would be, like we said it last year as well, would be a Van Dyke. If he got injured, and I'm not saying like the colour of a player, but like Lovren is left, we like laugh at him, but he is still a good centre back. So like the loss of like a Van Dyke compared to a Salah would would like would be a lot more, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I see. I, I think the Brian Aldum as well is but Klopp did come out today in his press conference and said that he's uh, confident he will sign some sort of contract extension and the Barca talk is um, yeah. He's happy at Liverpool, basically. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I, I, I think if I were a Liverpool fan, I think the only thing you look at them and you think they're not going to take every competition seriously. I think I, I think Klopp will just throw away the FA Cup and Carabao Cup because I just think the squad depth, in like, Matt makes a good point. Personally, I just think he'll look at the league, he'll play strongest 11, that same 11 if possible, every single Premier League game, go for the league and then obviously the Champions League as well. Uh, but I think I think the domestic cups, and that would be my only thing because I think a club the size of Liverpool should be going for everything, and I'm and that's why I love 
um, I love Pep's ment mentality at City because a Carabao Cup is a Carabao Cup. People say it's the Mickey Mouse Cup or whatever, but <laughs> Tottenham would take that now. Tottenham would take that now. I'd take that now. Like, you know, all us boys would take that now. Like, it's, yeah. So, we shall see. Uh, I'm going to move on. Uh, this is from Will. Um, okay, here's just a, a combination of players. Who would you rather have? Uh, I'll start with Matt on this one. Uh, would you have Kane and Son or Rashford and Martial? Kane and Son. Kane well, and Son. I don't even need to explain myself because those two can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jack, quickly. Yeah, I'd say Kane and Son as well just because like, they're more consistent. Rashford's too busy with dinner ladies and he is playing football these yeah, days. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say Kane and Son. I'd say <laughs> Kane and Son. <laughs> Even as a United fan, I'd say Kenny. Yeah, I don't, to be honest, I don't think we need to say anything more about that. No. Um, it's, it's, yeah, like, I think Rashford personally, like we've seen Southgate's England selection. I don't want to talk about England, but how, like Rashford on current form shouldn't be in the team. Like, sure. you know, Danny Ings yeah. should be playing more than 11 minutes. Um, or what? No, I don't even think he played. No, that was Mait uh, Maitland Niles who played 11 minutes. Maitland Niles, like, played so we'll well. Because we'll just, we'll just, no, it was we'll, such a fucking shambles. And it's a shambles. Um, anyway, next um, is um, from Ryan. What three teams do you think will go down? Just simple. Uh, start with Jack this time. Uh, I think Fulham will finish bottom. I think they went up. It's great that they've gone up, but I think it's too early for that team. And they'll finish bottom. Oh, then I think West Brom, um, just like, and yeah, they won't do. They don't do well. West Brom don't really belong in the Prem, not going to lie. And I think Aston Villa... In 18th. They were lucky to uh, stay up this season. Yes, they made a couple signings, but their squad's not good enough, not going to lie. They're, they're just... They're, they'll be hanging on for dear life. And yeah, they'll finish. That'll, that'll be the bottom three, in my opinion. Matt? Fulham, West Brom and Burnley. Burnley? Yeah. I think Villa will be so better than, better than Burnley this season. That's just, that's just out there. It's a bit out yeah. of place. No, that's that's fine. Well, if you're Adrian Dom, I don't know if you listen to talks, but he thinks Leeds are going down and Bielsa will leave. So, don't know if you've seen that on um on yeah, the talk live show. Yeah, but he says these things on purpose, doesn't he? he says no, he doesn't. He did say Sheffield United would finish bottom and Billy Sharp wouldn't play, and Billy Sharp <laughs> did play, did all right, and Sheffield United did all right. So really? yeah, um, for me, bottom three, uh, I think Villa Villa will finish rock bottom. I just can't. I think Villa, Brighton, and I'm going to say Palace. Oh. Mm. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people like not back in Palace and saying that they're going to go down. But I look think, at, like, Finney, Finney, look at the age of that squad. Look at how the terrible run of games they had. We've become, I forgot about Palace. Fuck Palace. Look at the terrible run of games they had at the end of the season, which was just fucking abysmal. They have to make sure Zaha does stay in the window. It looks like he will. But if someone comes in and takes Zaha out of that out of that squad, they are fucked. I'm sorry. Wow, we have totally they're fucked. They <laughs> <laughs> burn me out. Put Palace in Fulham. West Brom and Palace, sorry. Yeah, I don't see... I don't know how, you know, I don't care how good that old G thinks he is. He's not keeping them up. He could also be one that get, that gets the sack quite early on. Um, I don't yeah. think he was sacked that early because it's difficult to have a go at him when he's got a squad like that and he's not, got the, he's not been allowed to not been able to go and replace them. So, mm. I, think, I think Rodgers is more likely. More likely still. Yeah, I, I think Palace are... Um, anyway, next question is from uh, is from Matt. Uh, which team is most likely to be in the bottom three at Christmas and be safe come the end of the season? It's a good question. It's a good. I've got one in mind. Uh, 
Yeah, I've got one. It's West yeah, Ham. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's yeah, exactly what I was going to say as well. Oh, I was going to say the same as well. That's boring. Okay, no, just give me your reasons quickly. Yeah, we were all going to say West Ham. I think West Ham were in tr- massive trouble, but I didn't yeah. even mention them. But I do give, give us a few reasons then. Look, I, I want them to get um, as talks finally to get rid of Jack Wilshire off the mutually consent. Yeah, well, he, he's gonna, they're going to terminate his contract. Yeah, his contract by mutual consent, um, which would be probably a bonus because he's just a. I mean, he might as well just like start doing punditry for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? He's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing yeah. with Jack Wilshire, he's like the player who never was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he had so much promise. And I, I remember everyone has seen that goal against Norwich like yeah. 700 million times. The unreal skill and the team play for that goal, Giroud to Wilshire, everyone's seen it. Like, that Jack Wilshire, if he was fit, it, but he's never, never has been. So. Yeah, no, I think West Ham, 100%. I think um, even Mark Noble's come out and said that he's not happy that they sold Dian Garner. I don't know a lot about him, but he played at West Brom. Um, yeah. But obviously, you think, Finney, that ain't going to matter. They could bring anyone in, because they're going to bring Ivanovic in. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Branislav really? Ivanovic is going to join West Brom, yeah, this afternoon. Yeah, I literally just saw it earlier. Um, oh. So, Billy wants to bring him in. That's interesting, that. Yeah, someone Google it. I don't know. Thirty-eight. He's got to be thirty-eight. It would be a great signing, like many, many years ago. Just like Zabaleta. Yeah. Right now he's gonna be a donkey. Yeah, no. True. No, I um, think they like they can't rely on like Antonio 36. scoring goals. Thirty-six. Yeah. I don't think they can just rely on Antonio and like Haller. He he scored as well. Nah, and like, players like Felipe Anderson have never like didn't step up either. So. I think they'll be in a lot of trouble come Christmas time. Yeah, 100%. Um, we shall see. Uh, just just another note, one of my friends, uh, Nick, who I do work with, uh, he's a massive West Ham fan. Um, he, sa- he said, uh, could you just say this on the pod? He said, if West Ham win the bottom three at Christmas, he will down fight. And this is a, he is an A-class alcoholic. Like He will just down drinks for fun. But he will down five pints of lager in a row. And I want to see it. So if West Ham in the bottom three at Christmas, I've got it on record. That's all I wanted it yeah. on record. Five points. Also, if they lose Declan Rice, they are fucked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because exactly, their midfield is non-existent. I believe anyway. I think Lanzini has just been paid by injury. He's a great player, but it's just he's coming back from a long, long-term spell on the sidelines. So yeah, we will we'll see. Um, next. Um, it's from Harrison. What player this season do you think could surprise people? What player? What yeah, player? that could just come out of the... Like, not we're not talking like a Sterling or someone obvious, but who... Could be a neat team, but... I mean... I mean, is it, would it be surprised if any of the big big signings come out and, and produce... Produce and produce the goods. I mean, is that a surprise? Well, I've got, I've got one. Should, should I kick it off? I need to think one player that will surprise people in the sense that he's just going to be amazing is Mason Mount. I think Mason Mount will just be right. incredible. Yeah. But is he? But is then he got such the dilemma for Lampard about where does Mason Mount fit in that team now? And where does that team fit? I think it's difficult to make any predictions. If you're doing fantasy football, I think it's very difficult at the moment to start whacking Chelsea players in from that midfield because you've not got a clue, really. OK, just, just a question. Obviously, we, we have been uh, setting up a fantasy football league and that. Uh, I've decided not to partake this year because I just... 
I, I struggle keeping up with it anyway, but I've got certain views on it anyway. Uh, but have you got any Chelsea players, Matt, in your team? Yeah, I've got three. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, no, so you were saying so you've got the I've got Werner Havertz and uh, Pulisic. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so he's hoping for a 4 0 against Brighton on Monday. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I personally think Mason Mount. Who do you think, Jack? Anyone, maybe? That... Um, it might not be surprising because of like how good he is, but because of his recent games and stuff like that, maybe like James Rodriguez. He might just make the Prem look really, really easy. That's interesting, well, James. Everton's think... signings have been good, I think. Right. Signings have been made possible because of Carlo Ancelotti. Okay? Yes. Yeah. They've come because of him. They've not, become, not come because of Everton. Okay. This is, the, this is one of the benefits of having such a stellar manager at the helm of a club like Everton. I'm not so Everton are a big side. They are a big club, but Ancelotti's bigger than Everton. And to bring in, he's got the ability to bring in some good signings. And I think Rodriguez is a really good signing. Um, yeah. I think Alan's a cloth signing as well. Yeah. Um, let's, let's just quickly move on because, again, I am a bit wary of time. Um, this is from Bill, uh, our resident um, uni course mate. Who will be the biggest flop in the Premier League this season? As in a new signing. Oh, I like that one. Uh, good, good question. Some of these are good. We're not actually going to get through all of them, but I think we could save this for maybe a couple of weeks into the season, do another pod. But, um, yeah. Biggest flop. Biggest, biggest flop signing. Um, McBurney. But, um, Who? McBurney? Sorry, Watkins. Sorry. Uh, but, but Villa. Who's doing this signing? Only Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. Maybe him. For that, for the, because, because of the money. Because of the money. You know, okay, you know who I, on this, I think the biggest flop? It's, it's difficult. It is difficult because it. I mean, is Ake going to be the one to go sort out City's defence? Yeah, but I don't think Ake will be a flop. I just think he'll be solid. But I don't, I just think he'll be solid. Um, oh, biggest flop. Okay, I'm going to go. Biggest flop. I'm trying to look at the signings that teams have made. Yeah, no, no, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't think any Chelsea signings will be flops, to be honest. No, I don't, I don't. I, I, think, I think the thing with Chelsea, um, it, for me, is just how long it takes for them to gel. There's a lot of new faces there, I but think, I honestly think Chelsea are going to be... Whilst I'm thinking, I just want to work on Chelsea. I think expectations this season will be greater. But I don't massively. They will, they will, they, yeah, no, 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 no. You can't put massive expectation on them instantly, though. And this is yeah. the first time Abramovich is trying to create a legacy and an era dynasty at Chelsea. Every single um, appointment he's made, every, the way he's ran the clubs for the last fifteen years or nearly nearly two decades now, is short short term managers, big managers, big money spends, instant success, move on, rotate, recycle. He's trying to create a legacy in an area in a dynasty with Lampard, and he will give him time. Lampard will be allowed this season. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. I, I see exactly what yeah. you're saying, but 100%, he, you talk about not raising the expectations massively, but there will be a clause on the table. I can guarantee Chelsea need to be challenging, if not winning the league in the next three seasons. So, I, I think, think that will be his. season will be their big push. Next season. In, the next three, in the next three seasons, Chelsea have to be... I think they'll win the league next season, maybe. That's my tipping. That's why I tip. No, I, I honestly think, I think Chelsea are going to be class. Okay. But yeah. um, the I'm biggest flop, I can't even think. I think a potential flop could be Callum Wilson going to Newcastle. Uh. I yeah. think, like people, a lot of people have said Newcastle, Newcastle have had a pretty decent transfer window. They they have, considering that their 
takeover, that's not happening. And like, obviously, you've got Mike Ashley there, but I think Callum Wilson might not do that well as people think. You know, if I was going to say anyone, it completely contradicts what I've just said because I do think he's class. But could be this is raising raising a um, raising a question. I think Hamas Rodriguez could be a flop just because he's not used to the physicality of the league. He could just come in and get like Jack's right. He could come in and tear it up, or he could come in and get literally pushed over away at Burnley on a Tuesday. Like yeah. that's I see Hamas Rodriguez being one of them players like who could literally be something special, but could come in and just do equally as poor. Um, right, I think we're going to just wrap it up with the questions. Just a quick kind of, obviously, uh, just look at the um, at the opening uh, fixtures. Um, just uh, very quickly. Um, obviously, season starts tomorrow. Fulham, Arsenal. I've got Liverpool, Leeds. We've got Spurs, Everton on Sunday. We've got Brighton, Chelsea on Monday. And then, obviously, the Manchester clubs join next weekend. Um, so, if you were saying uh, just quickly, uh, Matt, in terms of where Chelsea will finish this season, just I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit bold. I'm gonna go with second. Okay, that's not. I don't think that's that bold because I honestly, you know what? The more I think about it, I see a City, Chelsea, Liverpool top three. You'll be shocked to know where I've put United. Where do you think fifth. I've put United? No, I haven't. I've put them fifth. I've actually put United fifth. Have you put so, ahead of them, or you've got Tottenham ahead of them? No, I've put uh, my top four is City, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, us, Spurs. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I think, think Arsenal. Both, I think both North London clubs will finish above you. Both of what do we really? Both North London clubs will finish above United. Maybe I think that's a chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I think Spurs going to be interesting. I, I do think um, Wolves and Leicester and Sheffield United are going to be nowhere near. I think one of them, maybe Wolves, if anyone, will be kind of ninth, tenth. But I think yeah. Sheffield United will be like twelfth, thirteenth. And Leicester, I do agree. Leicester could easily finish anywhere from eleventh to like fifteenth. Like they could really have a poor. Oh, no, I think Jack, you looked at me a bit weird there, like as if I'm I think something... they'll have a. I think they'll have a poor season but I don't think like into the bottom half of the seat table I think, well, I've, I've got them going like ninth yeah. you know who yeah, I think, you know who I think finished above these teams I honestly you know or will definitely be in and around the kind of top eight top nine is Southampton I think they're yeah. going to do really well this year I think they'll go to games they've put that 9-0 behind them that's happened they put you know poor results last year behind them I think Hassan Hulls really going to get him up, like, working hard. Danny Ings is quality. You can't... But then again, if Danny Ings gets injured, they're fucked. <laughs> they're completely fucked. Uh, but, yeah, we shall see. I'm, I'm like, you know, it's quite weird to have football back and that, uh, but it's better than fucking watching England. So, uh, Plymouth obviously start their league run journey as well. So Blackpool at home? Who have you got? You got uh, Blackpool. Blackpool at home. Yeah, Blackpool at home. So, we'll see how Plymouth get on. And, obviously, the Championship uh, all kicks off tonight at Watford. In action, I know obviously that will uh, mean mean a lot to kind of my household, but we'll see how Watford do. Um, as my brother just uh, shouts <laughs> upstairs, but yeah, no, it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see how they do. I, I think they've got a really good chance of going straight back up, but then again, what do I know? Championships are unpredictable, so we shall see. But cheers to uh, Matt Ogley and uh, Mr. Jack Finney. We will have the podcast back now every Friday, and um, yeah, stay safe, everyone, and bye bye for now. Wait, 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 let Finney Ooh. do his fucking plugins. Oh, okay, all right, been away right. for like two weeks, and we've forgotten how to do this. Oh, oh. Do the plugins, mate. The socials is at Sofa Sesh Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we do uh, funny clips. 
mostly I would say every day but I haven't done it for quite a while but we're doing I'm going to build that back up again so at Sofa Sesh Podcast that's fine yeah um, listen on Apple Podcast give us a five star rating it's free and if you enjoyed it tell your friends and family and uh, yeah I hope you enjoyed I can tell you what I practiced Benny that wasn't quite as smooth and slick as ones I've heard re- re- recently yeah but, I set my standards so high I've, it's right. slipped hasn't it yeah. well we'll have to we'll have to work on that um, we'll be back next week uh, bye bye for now <laughs>